You are Locked On Fantasy, your daily NFL fantasy podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Locked On Fantasy Football Podcast. As usual, I'm your host, Vinny Iyer, and I'm not doing this. I'm writing about NFL and fantasy football for SportingNews.com. Big deal went up. We didn't think anything was going to happen in the free agency frenzy during March Madness, but just as uh, Kentucky was losing to St. Peter's, we had... Another team losing in the NFL, the Packers losing Devontae Adams, the Raiders gaining him. He was franchise tagged, so we thought he was not going anywhere. Aaron Rodgers was back. What do we make of all this? Uh, We'll talk about that here to close the week. We said if there was some big news, we're watching Deshaun Watson, but this happened, so we had to react to it. So we'll uh, table our discussion here of the depth charts, and these depth charts we look at keep getting updated, so we We'll continue uh, with our NFC running back depth charts there whenever we get a chance. And there's not big news that we must talk about here in free agency. So we're breaking down for you here, Devontae Adams, what it means for the Raiders and Derek Carr and that team overall, his fantasy value, how it compares to what it was in Green Bay to what it is in Las Vegas. The impact on Carr, the other receivers there. Then we'll look at the Green Bay side of things. Where does that put them? What do we feel about Aaron Rodgers' fantasy football value here? And then finally, we'll talk a little bit about Allen Robinson in our final segment. A surprise move as well. So another move that cannot be forgotten here. The Packers have been tied down, Robinson, the Chiefs, some other teams. But the Rams of all teams swoop in and get him. So... Really surprising here, given Odell Beckham Jr. is a free agent. We thought they were going to bring him back. Robert Woods has a big contract. Cooper Cup in the mix clearly is a number one, but something shuffling definitely behind Cup and that Rams uh, number one wide receiver. So we'll break it down for you, Adams and Robinson here on Locked on Fantasy Football. Thanks for much for making us your first listen every day. We are free and available for you on all platforms. All right, let's get into Adams. What do we think? Let's uh, wrap our heads around this one. Well, the one thing we know is there's some chemistry immediately between him and Derek Carr. This is a big reason he wanted to go to the Raiders. Also, they paid more long-term than the Packers were willing to. Uh, the Packers were fine with the franchise tag for one year for $18 million, But in terms of making him the highest paid receiver in the game with a mega contract here, the Raiders were a little bit more willing to... Uh, back up the Brinks truck for Adam. So that's why he's there. So they're highly coveting him, and it's a place he wanted to go as well. So keep that in mind. He's had his eye on Derek Carr and that reunion from Fresno State for quite a while now in his career. He's now eight seasons in. So let's look at it. Obviously, it's going to upgrade Derek Carr. I mean, you looked at his weapons before. Last year was a struggle. We know that. Uh, Henry Ruggs III, unfortunately, had that... Uh, Terrible thing that happened off the field, and they couldn't keep him on the field. It was over for him. And then you had Brian Edwards. He was an okay receiver at times for this team. You had Zay Jones make a few catches. He's moved on, we know, to the Jaguars. Out of necessity, Jones kind of uh, stepped his game up a little bit. They did a lot of work to the backfield with uh, Josh Jacobs and uh, Kenny Drake and some of the other options they had. But now the Raiders have a legitimate number one receiver 
for the first time since uh, Derek Carr was with, with Amari Cooper, and really Michael Crabtree was very valuable as well. That was a good combination for Carr, and he's put up some nice numbers over the years. He just hasn't been that consistent QB1, even though the efficiency has been there, the yardage has been up there in terms of per attempt. He just hasn't translated uh, into consistent fantasy football success for Derek Carr. Well, now that could change. Because you look at Hunter Renfro, already coming off a big year. You got Darren Waller, fully healthy now. Didn't stay on the field at the end of 2021. But you're going to have Darren Waller, a very dangerous tight end who can really break right back in with the elites. Uh, Travis Kelsey, Mark Andrews, and George Kittle would not surprise me if Waller bounces back right up there. Renfro already was a pretty nice receiver. So you have a good combination here already. So some people to deflect the attention. Renfro's a hard guy to cover inside and a guy that can rack up catches. And you have a Waller who's going to demand the attention of defenses because he's a field treasurer. So these three guys working together, we talk about this in reality and fantasy football. Having three legitimate top weapons changes everything because it means now the team is in control. No one else is dictating the matchups here. You decide how to scheme these guys open, and they play off each other. So... You can't take away Waller and Adams and Renfro in these games. I mean, teams will try, but it's very difficult given the talent level. Teams have always tried to take Devontae Adams out of games for the Packers, and it's really hard to do because they run good routes with him. They get him open. He's got great hands. He's very deft in the open field with his quickness, can scheme himself open. So Adams is not going to have trouble doing that, and that's going to help the other receivers as well for sure. Because you got Adams. I don't think he gets enough credit. If they needed to stretch the field with Adams, they could do it here. They just don't do it enough that we've seen in Green Bay. And Derek Carr, we know, is more of a shorter pass type guy versus Aaron Rodgers. That's basically the difference between the two. Is that Rodgers has a big arm, a little bit better athlete, can execute the throws downfield. Well, Carr can't do that as well. He needs to be more short to intermediate and let those deep plays uh, come organically. And that's the way you can get... Adams going, and Waller, unique way of uh, stretching the field uh, down the seam as well. So this is a very good uh, pickup. So let's look at it. Devontae Adams, I think his value is going to be pretty high here. I don't see it dropping too much. Losing Aaron Rodgers definitely takes him down a little bit. It is a downgraded quarterback for Adams, but he's still a high-end wide receiver one in the top half. I would say top six for sure. So a little bit downgrade just because he's been so awesome and he scores at a high level. Here, I think he'll still be a big scorer because Waller and Renfro are not big scorers here, so we know that. So that's going to maintain itself. The volume may go down a little bit. The reception might go down a little bit. And the yards there that, that we're used to with Devontae Adams could also take a hit. But still, you're looking at a bonafide wide receiver one for at least this season before the age starts to creep in there with Adams. Now, you can Hunter Renfro. I think you bump him up to a wide receiver, too, at this point. I mean, he was very productive. In some formats, a full PPR, he was already there. So, this is great for Renfro, where he's not the only guy in town at the receiving core. And then you look elsewhere here at Waller. If he comes back, he's going to be a key target. So, these three guys playing off each other here, that's going to be key. And they're all going to be elite here. So, Waller, I think, is a top five tight end. Renfro jumps into me to the top uh, 24 of wide receivers and top six here. For Devontae Adams, as far as Derek Carr's value here, 
This is interesting. I think he's a borderline QB1 at this point. With these weapons and the volume they're going to have to throw at the Raiders' defense, is rebuilding a little bit. I know they added Chandler Jones here, but still a lot of question marks there all over that defense. So you should see some high volume from Derek Carr here for the Raiders to be competitive. Also keep in mind this division. Now as Russell Wilson in Denver, Justin Herbert, with the Chargers and Patrick Mahomes. We know he's the king here. So you look at it, and there's going to be a lot of shootouts in the AFC West. So that's going to bump up Adams a little bit there as well to make sure that he doesn't drop too far down. But Carr should be right in the mix. This could be the high-scoring division in the NFL. The Chiefs are taking some defensive hits. The Chargers improved a little bit, but still vulnerable. The Broncos have some work to do as well. So you look at that. The division alone opens up a lot of possibilities here for Carr. So right now I'm feeling Carr as a back-end QB1 and that, that's definitely an upgrade from what we've seen in the past with Adams in the mix here for Las Vegas. All right, in our next segment, we'll look at uh, what this means for the Packers and Aaron Rodgers. Ugh, this is tough because they're going to have to replace his production somehow, but it also creates an opportunity here for whoever replaces Adams or is in that role for Aaron Rodgers. It's that time of the year again as College Basketball's tournament is here. It's upon us. We went through the first round games. It's already madness. We talked about Kentucky losing. Iowa going down as well. Well, how do you know how to avoid these upsets and uh, look for the best uh, game picks here? From all the latest odds, contests, and player props, BetOnline.net is the number one source for all your sports betting needs and information. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season, whatever season it is. And it's not just uh, basketball here, whether you're looking at college or pro, the NBA playoffs just around the corner. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information needs, including live betting in your favorite Vegas casino games. Head to the website today or use a mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet Online, where the game starts. All right, uh, we will continue the show in a moment, uh, looking at the Packers side of things and our reaction to the Devontae Adams trade from a fantasy football perspective. Thanks for making Locked On Fantasy Football your first listen every day. Make sure you're following Locked On NFL. Locked On experts cover the biggest stories around the NFL, such as Devontae Adams being traded every Monday through Friday in less than 30 minutes. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. All right, let's continue the show. Devontae Adams leaves a void with the Packers. Here now, all of a sudden, they're looking to re-sign Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Here, he's a free agent. We thought for sure he was gone with the Adams deal, but now they could bring back their deep threat, but that's not enough here. We know MBS is not a consistent source of even wide receiver three production, so that's a concern. Al Lazard, here he had to battle Randall Cobb there. We'll see about Robert Tunyon coming off a torn ACL tight end. But these are the weapons right now. They just lost Equinamia St. Brown, so he's not an option anymore. He went to the Bears, and they're... Offense uh, modeled after the Packers offense. So again, the Packers have been gutted here quite quickly at wide receiver What do they do to uh, bounce back? Well, I think the only thing to do is they did get a first and second round pick in exchange for Adams this year so two of, of Their first rounders. They're both in the 20s 22 and 28 and then they have 53 and 59 So you're armed with that many picks and remember Devontae Adams was a 53rd overall pick here so you can get good value all the way through, really, the top 60 picks here at wide receiver. There's a lot of options, and I, I laid some of those out at SportingNews.com, but when you look at it, I mean, this is a great opportunity for rookie. If they could trade up to get Garrett Wilson or Chris Olave or Jamison Williams, that 
rookie receiver is going to slot in right away, and he's going to be this year's potential version of Jamar Chase. That's how much of an opportunity this is, playing with Aaron Rodgers and that big arm and some of the ability of him to uh, make big plays here. So when you look at it, uh, yeah, great opportunity for a rookie to emerge as a wide receiver one here. And I really like those three guys. Uh, the only question with any of them is Williams and coming off the ACL himself. I think they'd prefer to have a Wilson or a Lave, a little safer and a little bit better on the timetable here to guarantee they'll be out on the field here for Aaron Rodgers. So, yeah, so whoever's there is the number one. If they use a high first-round draft pick, I think I'll feel better if they trade up for that guy and then they know that they want him to be a big part of what they do. But even if they take him there, sit back and take him at number 22 or number 28, I think he's going to have a big role again. Brian Gutkunst and this uh, front office staff around the GM are going to just weigh their options and do their best. I really like Traylon Burks. He profiles very similar to Devontae Adams with his body. Drake London is a little bit of a Mike Evans game. I think what you get from uh, Burks is a little bit of that Demo Samuel hybrid ability as well, so you can do different things. With him, if you're Matt LaFleur here, working the offense without Nathaniel Hackett, who's now in Denver. So when you look at it, uh, you look, uh, the Packers are going to have to do something to replace him. And it also creates an opportunity as the number two receiver. Again, MBS is not consistent. Lazard and Cobb split the difference there with what they were able to do. But really, the Packers need a true number one and a true number two. Remember, mock drafts and things we were talking about, we were giving the Packers a wide receiver, such as Jahan Dotson of Penn State. They can look at South Alabama's uh, Jalen Tolbert. You have John Mechie there of Alabama. You can look at uh, the other Alabama receiver with Williams. And there's so many options there. And mentioned London and Burks here. Would not surprise me if the Packers uh, doubled up here on wide receiver with those uh, four picks in the top 60. The other thing they can do is take a wide receiver. I talked about this as well. Trey McBride, uh, he could be an intriguing option knowing that Tunyon is coming off the knee injury, but then you have Tunyon and McBride there. You can have some scheme versatility. If you have shallow wide receiver situation here, you can go to the 12 personnel and make that a lot of what Aaron Rodgers does. So we'll, we'll have to see how it breaks down here, but it, it does not look good right now for Rodgers' value in being the same. I mean, you just can't duplicate two MVP seasons. Well, he kind of did, but still the numbers were a drop-off, right? They weren't the same numbers that you had from one year to the next. They just are not. When you have a spike there late in the career or in the middle of your career, early in your career, what, it doesn't matter. If you have a career year, that's why it's a career year. You don't necessarily follow it up with another one right away, at least. So, And without Adams, I can't see it. Adams, again, was a big touchdown scorer for Rodgers, so that's something they're going to have to replace. Is it more by committee here and how they do it? So I'm going to keep an eye on, again, that number one receiver has a chance to be a wide receiver one. Again, working with Rodgers, if he can emerge, whoever that player is, as the favorite target by far and get the trust of Rodgers, that was key with Adams, right? It took a while until that uh, connection developed to the elite version it was. But that's the type of uh, receiver they're, they're going to have to look for here and uh, probably have to draft that player again. I would think... They think about trading up here, but number 22, they can still get a very strong wide receiver. And maybe they double up here on wide receivers. And the, the second receiver, I mean, has some wide receiver three appeal. They just need to streamline things a little bit. Instead of this committee approach, they have Lazard and MBS and Cobb. And maybe if MBS signs somewhere else, that's going to help as well clarify. But a Jarvis Landry could have some pretty good value, for example, or Juju Smith-Schuster, two guys that are available that uh, – can really help the Packers now without Devontae Adams. So we're going to watch that first receiver slot, how they fill it, 
I don't think there's any veteran they can do that with anymore. Allen Robinson is off the market. We'll talk about him and his fit with uh, the Rams in our final segment. So he was the last guy I thought that they could put out there. Chris Godwin, we know, is returning to the Buccaneers. So there's nobody out there that would just be the number one. You got uh, the free agents I mentioned, Jarvis Landry, Julio Jones, Juju Smith-Schuster, Odell Beckham Jr. These are not like one guys that you plug in. I think that one is going to be more of that guy they take in the 2022 draft. They got to. If they go those four picks and they don't draft a wide receiver and they draft another quarterback or do something weird, then they must not really like Aaron Rodgers. So we'll see. But I think they did the right move here because I think Devontae Adams doesn't have too many years left here. So, the, But the trick is this is a contending team. They got to go out there and get someone who can play right level immediately, much like Chase did for the Bengals. So we're also looking at that player automatically as offensive rookie of the year who steps into that situation replacing Adams. So Looking forward to seeing what the Packers do. Again, MBS might have an opportunity. They bring him back there on the outside. Uh, everything else is in flux here with the pecking order of this receiving core in Green Bay once again for Rodgers. So, again, it's got to be tough. Rodgers himself, uh, again, you've got to downgrade him a little bit here. We know other receivers on the way up here and or other quarterbacks are on the way up in their production, uh, like Derek Carr. I'm not saying you're going to drop Rodgers out of QB1 consideration, but he's more back-end QB1 at this point, and I think he was already kind of there, even with his MVP production. So I, I look at it as, yeah, it's a downgrade for Aaron Rodgers until we can sort it out and feel comfortable with the situation. Now, if they say they trade up for DK or trade for DK Metcalf here, and all of a sudden, Aaron Rodgers is back in business with a lot of appeal if he's got complimentary receivers as well. So a lot of things to look at here with uh, the Packers. and But right now, got to downgrade uh, Rodgers for sure. And again, upgrade whoever that receiver is that comes into the mix, uh, whether they're the number one or number two. There, Tunyon should also see some more looks in the red zone if he's around. And back here in the fold as the, the tight end of choice for Green Bay. All right, our final segment, we will focus on the Rams and uh, let's do that uh, with Alan Robinson, and we'll close the show and the week of Locked On Fantasy Football with that breakdown. It's that time of the year that I've pretty much given up on all my New Year's resolutions, but it's hard to do that, and you can stick to your resolution easily and eat right if you incorporate Bilt Bar into your diet. It almost feels not really like a resolution because I actually enjoy eating them. Yeah, I, you can take them on the go anywhere and very healthy and packed with protein, and it's a good alternative to candy bars, and they have a candy bar tasting one as well. They all are like that, to be honest with you, and you got to try the puffs, though. They're awesome. Uh, they're protein-infused marshmallows, fluffy marshmallow and cinnamony in some flavors. They're not just a protein bar. They're a treat, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate, just like all the Bilt Bars are. And just check out some of the flavors they have for puffs. Uh, yummy cinnamony churros, a great to favorite there, coconut marshmallow, banana, cream pie. All Bilt Bars covered in 100% real chocolate. That includes the Puffs 100% real chocolate. You're not going to get that. And it's completely healthy for you. Just check out the macros of each Bilt Bar. 130 calories, typically 4 grams of sugar, only 4 grams of net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. That's most of the Bilt Bars you get. Compare that to a candy bar, which usually has around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens and dozens of net carbs. So check it out. Uh, they have all great flavors, and uh, you can check out their new flavors all the time coming out. And new styles, like the Puffs, uh, they're always in the lab. They're making some great uh, Built Bars uh, to taste good and pack it with protein and all the good stuff and none of the bad stuff. At Built Bar, they're all about the taste. They're going to make it delicious first and healthy for you all the time. They pull it off for sure. Go to Built.com, use the promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your order. The promo code LOCK15 for 15% off 
only at Built.com. All right, let's uh, close the show looking at Allen Robinson. Here's to you, Allen Robinson, getting a nice deal to go to the Rams. This was a bit of a blindside as well in fantasy that we didn't see. We thought, okay, Allen Robinson's going to end up in a good spot. He did, but it really depends on what happens now with Robert Woods and Odo Beckham Jr. Now, this kind of tells me that they want to try to move from Robert Woods. And why I say that is Odell Beckham Jr. can be had in the cheap coming off the ACL, but they just signed Robinson to a big deal. Guess who else carries a pretty big contract behind Cooper Cup? It's Robert Woods, and he's entering his age 30 season coming off a torn ACL. So I think you'll see Robert Woods on the move. I think you'll see Beckham in a much lesser role. There's no way Beckham is going to produce at a high level in fantasy. But Robinson bumps up to wide receiver, too. He likes his situation. He's on the champs. He's not on a Bears lame team that's not going to win and compete. He's now in a great situation playing off cup. He's going to see a lot of single coverage, work well in the red zone. You remember that big year he had in 2015, early in his career with the Jaguars playing with Blake Bortles? That's what it's going to be like here, except now he has Matthew Stafford playing off a number one. He's not the number one, so that's great because Cup is going to draw the attention. Good single coverage there for Robinson. We know he was an afterthought, an absolute disaster last year. It seemed like he checked out of playing for the Bears, knowing that he was not going to come back, playing on the franchise tag for one year. Darnell Moody really took over that Bears offense. And really, Allen Robinson, this is kind of a disappointing year overall that he didn't help their uh, – much Andy Dalton or Justin Fields. He did battle an injury of his own that kind of kept him on the shelf. It kind of extended uh, because of his ennui with, toward playing for the Bears. So, again, now he's on a team that he actually joined. He's looking for the Super Bowl ring. And, again, if he places Robert Woods and Beckham and uh, Van Jefferson become kind of more complimentary receivers, then Robinson's looking at being a surefire wide receiver two at least. I mean, you could see a situation where it's the recreation of Chris Godwin and Mike Evans, and both of these guys are wide receiver ones here, with Cup being the number one on the board here, and Robinson delivering as well with the, the scoring. So I could see Robinson in this situation around 1,200 receiving yards, assuming they move on from Woods, and around 10 touchdowns. I think he has a chance for double-digit touchdowns in this offense, working with Matthew Stafford. Stafford does throw a lot of TDs here, Cup is going to draw the attention there. Robinson's a big body, can get open, very reliable route runner, good locker room guy, good field stretcher, good hands guy. Everything you want from Allen Robinson you're going to get here, especially as a number two. You put him as a number one at his advanced stage, you'd be like, eh, this is maybe a stretch after what I saw, but now as a number two complimentary receiver in an engaged situation with a more uh, valuable and uh, viable quarterback, and you're going to see Allen Robinson thrive here in uh, 2022. So watch out for that. Double up and some really good value available in that Rams offense. We know it's Sean McVay and Matthew Stafford. So Devontae Adams goes to the West, Las Vegas. Allen Robinson goes to Los Angeles. So Adams, a minor downgrade going down to a little bit of a top six wide receiver one. Well, Allen Robinson, big upgrade going to a team that he wants to play for, a team that has a role for him, it looks like here with Woods on his way out. And that's going to Kill the value of Woods until we know where he's going to land. So you got to pay attention to everything. Teams can uh, change their minds and their plans very fast here. And, and maybe there's some doubts about Woods coming back on time. Remember, he tore his ACL in October. 
it's a hard recovery. If he's not ready there in the middle of next season, it's going to be difficult. So they're hedging their bets a little bit. Robinson, they know, is a healthy receiver right now. And that's where they have to go in that direction. And, and especially with Beckham also having the torn ACL. So I think they felt like they needed a bird in the hand. Maybe they thought, okay, we're going to get Von Miller back. That didn't happen. So they pivoted and they did a way to upgrade their offense here. So looking forward to seeing what Robinson does in a Rams uniform with the right role here. And an important role that he'll embrace here later in his career as he wants to put up the numbers for the sake of uh, chasing that elusive uh, Super Bowl appearance and ring here for Allen Robinson. So there you have it. There's a breakdown of uh, mainly the Devontae Adams trade from the Packers and Raiders perspective. And then what happens with Allen Robinson here? And uh, we know the Bears were going to move on from him. So Bears, uh, Darnell Mooney, bump him up here as well. So a lot of factors when a wide receiver changes teams. It changes a lot of fortunes here, and that's what we broke down for you on Locked On Fantasy Football. Thanks for making us the first listen every day, and uh, hopefully you'll uh, check us out here next week as we continue to talk about NFL offseason, free agency, depth charts, and all that. And uh, again, we'll focus on the running back depth charts if we don't have more breaking news. And Deshaun Watson could go down, Matt Ryan. These are all kinds of things we're watching and monitoring. Play now to make your second listen. Locked on NFL Draft. Ryan Tracy and former NFL cornerback Eric Crocker bring the NFL Draft to life every day with inside analysis on college football prospects and NFL front offices. It is free and available wherever you get your podcasts. For Locked on Fantasy Football, this has been the Ire. Have a great day. Digest the Devontae Adams. Uh, trade over the weekend, and we'll catch you Monday here on Locked On Fantasy Football.